0: Joining us now on the KYMM Morning Show, uh, live from uh, St. Paul, the nation's, or the nation's capital, <laughs> he have been promoted, the, uh, the state capital, it's State Representative Christy Purcell from District 58A. Good morning, Representative Purcell.
1: Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for, thanks for doing this over the phone today.
0: Oh, no problem. You had, did you have a late night last night at the Capitol?
1: Yeah, oh, um, we adjourned, I forget, 930 or something, but at that point, um, I kept... Kept checking the road conditions, and by that point, the the road conditions had deteriorated. That I decided just to stay up here until there was light of day to drive back.
0: Yeah, that's an easy call in that situation. Can't blame you yeah. a bit. Well, let's talk about uh, what's uh, yeah, been a busy legislative session for you. Uh, first of all, you have uh, introduced a number of bills. Uh, what we start off by talking about those?
1: Sure. Yeah, we um, after today, it's the midway point. It's ten weeks. Into our 20-week session, so uh, deadlines are are top of mind for folks. So there's a lot of bills being introduced. I introduced five bills this week. Um, probably the one with the biggest uh, biggest cost. Um, I am carrying our um, the border-to-border broadband bill. Um, so we are hopeful that we're going to be getting some funds from the federal government um, from one of the federal laws that was passed last year. But um, just to make sure we don't miss another construction season, we know that there's still thousands of Minnesotans who do not have faster, reliable internet. And so uh, I have a bill that in the next two years spends about $276 million to try to get uh, folks connected. And basically, kind of at this stage in the game, the, the people who were... Easier to get connected to broadband, have that connection, and so now it's a it's higher cost, more difficult to reach, yeah, and know, then um
0: you know that's uh, a- that, that directly affects. <laughs> Uh, KYMN Radio, we're a couple of miles out uh, in our tower. Is a couple of miles out there. We really need to have uh, a fiber optic cable stretching out there. So anything that would help in that uh, yes. area would certainly be a benefit for us and yes. we'd appreciate it.
1: Well, and so we have, in, I think in statute, uh, some some language around the speeds that the Internet needs to be. Mm-hmm. And so we also know that even though there are – you know, many, many, many people who aren't connected to broadband. It's well below speeds so that is basically functional for the this day and age. Mm-hmm. So uh there, there's a lot of work that needs to be done and a lot of the places um, you know, this is an infrastructure update that communities can't pay for on their own and so this is trying to get federal funds and trying to get state funds to get people connected to reliable internet and after the pandemic and kids moved to school online and um, there's actually statistics about how much more productive farms can be when they have broadband mm-hmm. so we know that this is an important way people access health care people access education and run their businesses so um, I'm I'm excited to move that forward and we're gonna have a, a um, continue a pilot program that um, the bill is is like that the state pays for 50%. But as I mentioned, because these are some of the hardest to reach places that uh, that doesn't necessarily make that a very sweet deal for the hardest to reach folks. So we are going to try to extend a pilot program where the state pays 75% and then uh, local communities need to come up with just 25%. -hmm. So hopeful that that will be included in the agriculture omnibus bill um has bipartisan support and, of course, is a is kind of a justice issue in my mind.
0: Uh, once again, Christy Purcell is with us. Uh, we have, uh, there's been, uh, uh, did the, the House uh, they passed their version of the bonding bill, didn't they?
1: We sure did on Monday.
0: Okay. Let's talk about that. And uh, I understand that Northfield uh, has some dollars p- uh, potentially in that.
1: Right. So um, on Monday, the uh, out of the house chamber, we passed our version of, of our two bonding bills, and included in there is a section of the Mill Towns Trail um, that connects in Northfield, and it would allow folks to be able to bike from Red Wing to Mankato or Mankato to Red Wing. Um, it's sort of the, the last section of the trail connecting up the um the sections of trail to our neighbors to the east and west. Um this is work that's been going on for a long time in our community and so I'm I'm hopeful that these bonding dollars might get approved and we could we can get connected up to these other trails.
0: Uh all right, let's uh let's move on. What else has the uh, house done this week? What have you been working on?
1: Well, last night um we we'll kept this on the Late with some procedural stuff, um, but we did pass, uh, um, because the Indian Child Welfare Act is before the Supreme Court, um, which is an act protecting uh, Native American kids and trying to make sure that they prioritize getting placed um, if, if they need to enter the foster care system or be adopted, that they get placed with other Native families. Um, that is being heard before the Supreme Court and there's a lot of speculation that that law may be dismantled. And so um, we have our own act, Um, the acronym is MISPA. I'll see if I can remember, it's like the Minnesota Indian Family Protection Act. Oh, I think that's actually the acronym. Um, And uh, trying to basically enshrine some of those protections of ICWA at the federal level into our state law so that um, we can prioritize Native American kids staying with uh, relatives or within their community. Um, We heard a lot of, you know, really horrific and 100% true stories of our country's history of genocide against our native neighbors and uh, how that continued through boarding schools and mass graves for children, and how that has basically continued through um, removing Native kids from their families and placing them in white families. Um, so it was uh, an all green board uh, to approve that last night. Not not everyone voted for it, but uh, the people who didn't vote just didn't vote against it. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of elders uh, from the different tribes who were in the chamber, and uh, there's three who are, who are Native American, and it was very emotional and very powerful. We were all wearing orange um, in support of, of this legislation last night. So that was, that was very powerful. The other thing that we heard on the floor last night was an update to WISA, which is the Women's Economic Security Act. Um, which passed about a decade ago. So some tweaks in that act uh, about being able to have a paid break if you need to express breast milk, if you are a breastfeeding uh, mother, and also that um, there's unpaid leave that you are able to take um, as an employee. So there's uh, lots and lots of discussion around this bill last night. Um, So updating the saw and family leave laws in Minnesota
0: representative christy purcell is with us uh where you mentioned that we're getting kind of to the halfway point of the are we are at the halfway point of the uh, legislative session uh right now uh, are people still coming in and visiting with you do you still get either uh, constituents or lobbyists? are you meeting with them quite a bit still uh
1: yes um which is great i i always thank people for coming to coming to visit the people's house um i I work for you all. Um, so it's really great when folks come to visit. This week, uh, there there are these like uh, days on the hill that different groups kind of claim. You know, there's multiple groups every day. And um, one day this week was the Soil and Water Conservation Districts. Um, of course, in my role at Clean River Partners, uh, they were our closest on the ground partners for conservation practices on the land with our farming neighbors. So I've. Developed great relationships with kind of the six SWCDs in the Cannon River Watershed over my eight years at that organization. So uh, some old friends. It was great to see uh, some of those folks from Rice and Dakota SWCD, and then got to meet all the folks from the Scott Soil and Water Conservation District. So um, that was just really nice to see some see some familiar faces and and know that we're continuing to work together side by side. Um, there are some folks who work at the community action center who came up. Um, they were lobbying on uh, some, some homelessness issues. As we know, housing is a big issue in our community and is across the state. Uh, I learned a statistic. Someone quoted a newspaper article literally from 100 years ago, maybe it's like 102 years ago or something um, in our local newspaper about uh, how difficult it is to find housing in Northfield. So this is <laughs> this is a perennial problem. Um, and then a, a big busload of folks came up uh, associated with the nonprofit Isaiah, and they were talking to me about Social Security tax, and uh, that's also a discussion we had on the House floor last night, wanting to suspend the rules to uh, abolish a tax on Social Security. I learned a lot talking with. Those constituents, um, the, if we just abolish the tax on Social Security, mostly uh, folks getting Social Security don't get taxed unless they're making six figures in their retirement. So this um, tax cut would benefit, you know, wealthier Minnesotans and really not help very much um, with our seniors who are struggling on a fixed income. Um, so it was really interesting to talk with them and, um, you know, them saying like, we're grandparents, we don't want this. Um, so that was really, uh, I learned a lot in that conversation.
0: Yeah. Christy Purcell is with us, our state representative, District 58A. Lastly, uh, we're about out of time, but can you give us a preview of uh, our uh, t- some of the highlights uh, coming up today or over the weekend uh, and next week into the legislative session? What will you be uh, working on?
1: Um, yes. Yeah. So I will be presenting for the first time next week in committees that i am not on so um i have a bill uh gosh which bill is this now um <laughs> kind of trying to keep track of some of these um so there are some bills that i'll be presenting um i'm i'm hoping to get in front of a uh, commerce committee uh oh that one is scheduled um for labeling of compostable packaging so that is a committee I don't serve on? I'm not even sure who is on that committee. I know it's Chair Stevenson, um, but I have a, a spot to present that bill. Um I'm hoping that uh, I can still get in front of the higher education committee to make to talk about my bill that makes it easier for college students to vote. um then that will come back to the elections committee where I've already presented and uh, and that's that's the place where it could you know be enshrined into law. And also trying to get a bill in front of um, local government uh, for a beginning farmer tax credit so uh, i'll I'll be venturing into other committees next week to do bill presentations which i'm excited about and uh yeah just sort of sort of keeping keeping on keeping on making sure i'm tracking my bills and that they they might make it into a a final spending bills by the end of season session
0: Well, Representative Purcell, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Certainly appreciated. Uh, Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow, or tomorrow, next week. Next
1: week. Let's do this again next week. Thank you so much, Jeff. Take care. Yeah,
0: thanks, Christy. Christy Purcell, District 58A, state representative. Coming up in a moment, uh, McNiff.